welcome. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Harry's mean mugging me here. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hands and Harry. How is everybody out there in Internet land doing? I hope you are doing well. We are doing well. Uh, Harry, what's with the faces, my guy? I uh, I was thinking, did you have trouble finding the record button? Um, <laughs> Not this time. Yeah, it seemed like you got it pretty quick, and I was kind of surprised by it. Um, I might I might be mean mugging you for uh, the choice of content that we had to watch uh, mm. for this episode. But um, mm. in exciting news, uh, I have my ticket secured for the... 2022 philadelphia film festival the 31st film festival um happy to share that uh after i get to see some of the movies um but a very exciting time uh the festival is running from the 19th to the 30th of october uh usually happens every year around this time so uh this is this is my time of year um planning on seeing about 14 movies so we'll see if that holds up uh for it maybe 15 um life always finds yeah. a way so. why stop at 14 you gotta go do that round it off to the 15 well 11 days 14 movies it's kind of a lot so um you well you know you end up you end up crashing at some point or running a wall or you're just you know you make it down there and you're running tight on time and you just say not worth it um so we'll see what happens it's a lot year. of cinema it yeah. still counts if you have a ticket even if you don't go you can still count that as your 15 ah, say I, you went yeah, exactly. Well, at least it's a donation. You know what I mean? That's the way I look at it. You know, film needs, yeah, just needs our look help up what happens on like, Look up what happens on Wikipedia. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So very exciting. That's what, um, that's what I should have done for one but, of our movies that we did. <laughs> there'll there'll be a there'll be a Harry uh, Harry Oscar roundup um or film festival roundup or whatever you want to call it because uh I the Oscars will be interesting this year. So uh we covered it last year. We'll see, we'll see how this year starts panning out. Cool. Uh, Hans, how about you, buddy? How you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm I I have I feel like I haven't seen you guys in forever, and like you know we we all work in the in the same building, but we, we did just see each other Friday for a mm-hmm. little soccer game, which was fun. Um, but yeah, Army yeah. Navy baby, go Army! Yeah, in the in the Boo. worst possible stadium uh, that I've ever been in in my life. Oh my, um, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Anyone? I mean, if you're a Philadelphia, I call it the worst stadium, but the location is pretty awful. Listen, for those listen. who are unaware, we're talking about uh, Subaru Park in Philly, where the Philadelphia Union play. Actually, if you're it's a season, if you're a season ticket holder to that, I would be, I'd be livid to know that I'm putting all this money out and they can't even build a parking lot. So that's, I, don't know. I mean, I'm there, there were also literally train tracks. <laughs> we saw a train go by. Uh, like leading up to the stadium, so that's uh, it seems hazardous, but like, could you be imagine if like you're running like maybe like two minutes, three minutes late, and you get stuck behind a cargo train because yeah, you, uh, because you're on your way to the stadium? No, I'm sorry, wouldn't be but happy, whatever. I'll tell you that. But I was glad <laughs> to see you guys, it was fun. We had uh, us and our buddy Sean, and uh, it was fun, so yeah, we'll have to do that again. Get those, get those free tickets, <laughs> yes. Well, it was uh. The game was something else, but, uh, you know, good company. So that's appreciated. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm excited because I'm going to be joining Harry uh, at some of the movies at the Philadelphia Film Festival. So yeah. really looking forward to that. This, this will be my first year experiencing uh, uh, the fest, the festival and uh, looking forward oh, to seeing some 
upcoming releases and uh you know independent flicks all kinds of different content so uh, i'm not gonna steal the shine away from harry i'll let him do uh his review when the time comes but uh but yeah, really oh, looking forward to it. I, I, I will say, Greg, uh, it was confirmed shortly before we started the pod. You were not needed for Glass Onion. So uh, that's oh, OK, uh, good. So you were good. I mean, not that. good, so, but breaking yeah, news, yeah. everyone. <laughs> OK, if you don't mind me asking what what, I, and I don't want to, you know, like kind of put a, a, a big, big discussion. What are you guys like? What are some of the highlights that you guys are guys are saying? Well, the, the two for me are the big ones, um, which is. Uh, the whale and um, weird. Nice. Uh, okay. De- if I were to go, oh, go ahead. Those would be the only two I would want to see. I think and Glass Onion, mm-hmm. but that'll be out on Netflix in like two months. Yeah, in theaters. Weird, in theaters, especially uh, come Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, it is going to have a uh, I think a one week release in theaters. Yeah. Um, but weird. I was telling Harry, weird is the one I'm really looking forward to. Not that I expect it to be great or anything. I mean, based off the trailer, it doesn't seem like anything earth shattering but um i believe it's only going to be streaming on roku and i don't have roku so and i don't think it's getting any type of cinematic or uh sorry theatrical release so i'm excited to see it in the cinema nice well enjoy i mean i yeah i i you know i probably i think how are you would ask me if i were interested but Schedules didn't line up, but I, mm. you know, I'll, I'm sure weird will be on like Redbox by like December. Hopefully we'll see. Or, you know, and there's always next year for the festival, I'll, baby. I'll go on Wikipedia and, you know, just look at, look and see what happens in Weird Al <laughs> biography. So I can, I can, I can, I can figure it out. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, with that out of the way, uh, we are going to talk spooky season, boys. Ooh. <laughs> yes, it is uh, one of my favorite times of the year. Actually, it is my favorite time of the year. There's a nice crisp to the air. You know, it gets darker mm. a little sooner. Mm. Perfect weather. And guess what? All the ghosts and goblins and ghouls and any other G named uh, creatures they all come out uh it's perfect time to curl up and watch some some uh spooky themed content and so that's what we're going to talk about here tonight um so hands what is the first uh piece of content that we watched all right i got it so i got to do a disclaimer with this so um there's going to be and th- and this is not like bad languages and like rated r there's going to be a lot of if you're an old head and you like what we're about to talk about in the 60s then just turn this off cuz i'm probably going to hurt your feelings um just to, just to, just giving you the the, the disclaimer now cuz i'm 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 just going all in uh the first movie we're going to talk about is the monsters which was released on netflix directed by uh who at one point i thought was the great rob zombie um, but he he dig I, through the ditches and burn. I, I've never seen someone roll downhill faster than he has in terms of his quality of movies. <laughs> oh wow. man, um, you going in? He he went in that like he just he was going full speed in in a race car down a hill. Um, with 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 some of the stuff. Um, this was and we talked very briefly the about back of this. his Dracula. I'm gonna give you my initial thoughts. This was Dragula. in the top. Dragula, Dragula, yeah. I, I actually, I'm imagining well, I was, that music uh, video because he's in yeah. the music video. Or no, there's actually yeah. a song here in my car. That's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> it's like he's like here in my car. I go blah 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 blah. 
Um, uh, lock all wait, my doors. Wait, hold on, hold on. I, first him. of all, I'm sorry he for covers us getting that, off the rails like this, but I think okay, he covers that's it. what I was going to ask. I didn't know he covered that. I think he did. I might have made that up, but Dragula in the music <laughs> video, he is driving in the car. It doesn't matter. Go, uh, what, uh, this, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll quality check it, but this was in the top five worst. I don't even, I said movies before, probably the top five worst things I've ever seen in terms of any kind of content with TV shows or movies. I've seen probably, uh, I, I mean, I might be exaggerating, like a thousands of movies, a, th- a, a thousand movies, a dozen movies. I've seen, I've seen 12 <laughs> movies in my life. Don't look at his letter. Don't look <laughs> and, at his letterbox. Cause it won't say he's seen a thousands mo- of movies. No. And that doesn't even count, count the movies that I actually have sitting that are still in the wrapper. Um, I'm going to include them in the list of movies with this. I'm sure they're better than than the monsters. Um, so it's based on the 1960s show that I didn't watch. I know it exists, uh, and I've seen like clips and everything of it. Uh, and it was uh, an origin story, sure, uh, in color. I know the original um, show is in black and white, uh, so this was a color uh, a color version of the monsters and uh, how they basically move into their creepy house. Um, in, in California. Uh, I don't know where to start. Uh, this just really, um, we have a track record of talking about, um, talking about Netflix movies. I don't think there's one that we've watched that we've like, I mean, I, there's one or two that I think we've watched that I enjoyed. I, this uh, ain't one uh, of them. This is, this is (laughs) not, this is definitely not one of them. And one of the reasons I, I, I probably was not, I don't want to say excited because I read stuff before I, but I was interested is because it's Rob Zombie and I like Rob Zombie's early director, their early work as a director. I, I actually love like house of a thousand corpses and devil devil's rejects. Devil's rejects is probably my top 20 favorite movies like ever. Um, I, I absolutely love that movie. And then it just kind of like the, the first Halloween movie was okay. Like I think he does well with horror, um, but I don't know what happened here. I don't well, know. This isn't horror, though. I mean, I know, but we I jokingly mean, say spooky season stuff, right? But I don't want to necessarily say horror, but there's horror. I mean, it's horror themed, I guess you could say with with sure. with monsters and sure, like and 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 it just this. I I don't I don't know. Like I don't know whether or not like it just seemed like maybe if they tried to do it in like a sitcom, like a Netflix show version, it would have worked a little better. But this is just one dumb, and I and I'm the king of dumb jokes. Like one dumb joke after another. Like this thing's riddled with horror references or or, or ghosts. Like every kind of horror reference that I think like even because like Jack the Ripper, he should have been. He's not known as Jack the Tipper because you know because and I'm just like oh my god. Like this was in the first ten minutes of the movie. I don't. I I didn't know where this movie was going because a there's a, a there's a twenty five minutes of introducing each character, and it just keeps going and the dialogue is awful. I will give credit to um the count's makeup. He looks exactly like whoever did it in the show. I thought that was actually pretty good. Um, but that's it. And and like so and you know some of the sets on this I thought were really well built and I thought it was really well done. I have nothing on this movie. I I was so I was actually legitimately mad, and I don't remember the last time. And I don't even say I, I would say that when I was watching like Morbius. I was legit angry 
maybe 45 minutes in this movie because I just I'm surprised I made it because it was just I don't I don't like to turn I, I like to give respect to you know filmmakers and, and people who make a movie that's their intent is for people to watch it. I don't like turning things off and I was so tempted to do it so many times. I don't know like I, I don't even know like the Wolfman was he in the original show? I he just showed up and, and not that I recall. Sure. They say now they're just making characters up to throw everyone off. And it just, uh, I don't even know, other than Jorge Garcia, I don't even, and Sherry Moon Zombie, of course, because she's in everything. I don't think I know anyone else in this movie. Um, and yeah, this, this just. Did you, did you see uh, Three from Hell? That, that was the, no, uh, the you sequel know what? to I... Devil's Rejects. I didn't only because I think when that came out and like that came out rushed. Like I remember when that came out, it might've been during COVID. It was 2019 or 2020. I forget. I I think. Yeah. And I think when it came out, I, I either like Finn was just born and I wasn't really like going to the movie and I, it just, I just really came on my radar and then disappeared. Um, well, I, only reason I ask is Jeff Daniel Phillips, the guy that plays Herman in this uh, played a character in that he was, he played the brother, I think of, uh, one of the characters from Devil's Rejects. Okay, so he's not in the he's not in Devil's Rejects then. Probably no, not. no. Okay. Um, I I just I don't I don't know this this I I feel like Rob Zombie should have had like a good grasp on on this because it just I know this was talked about forever. I feel like this has been in production for a long time. Uh, I feel like it's been in production since the '60s, and they had all that time to where and like try and you know get a formula together. And someone had to watch that movie, watch this movie, and say, put it out there. And whoever did that should be fired and blackballed from all of Hollywood. Um <laughs> they fantastic. they really should. Like they they should get it like like and, and I'm not like not gonna they need to get a job like somewhere that's out of the movie business because they they, they have no taste, they don't it just, I don't, I don't know. I, it just, it made me so angry. Yeah. Well, I just, I imagine when they screened this movie, it probably wasn't in a auditorium. It was probably in like a boardroom and uh, whoever was watching it was just sitting there counting money. Although I guess maybe that's not true because Netflix doesn't seem to make money, but um you know the the film ends and Rob's like, "Hey, what do you think?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, it looks great." And he never even looked up at the screen once because there's yeah. no way, there's no way this gets the stamp of approval for release. Fire everyone on that board. Fire everyone <laughs> on that board. Whoever whoever had to screen that movie, like I, I and I feel bad for Rob Zombie because in, in interviews that I've like seen with him, he seems like a genuinely good dude and puts a lot into his work. Whether or not the quality's there. I, it's not like I, I think that and then what was the other one with the Salem which uh, something Salem related I forget um, but I yeah. think it was like uh, oh, Lords of Salem movie. Lords of Salem which I thought was yeah. okay but then like it just it just it, it dipped and dipped and Netflix really like the, uh, they're batting like like a hundred I guess like I think Tick Tick Boom was the only thing I think I, I actually thoroughly enjoyed, and I don't even I can I, I I'm gonna have to go back and see what was like, that was that Netflix? Yes, I thought that was Hulu. 
Oh, it was Netflix. No, okay. that was that was Netflix. It wasn't. Yeah, it was Netflix. I wonder so, if they bought wow. the rights for it though from a studio. From I don't know. That was, in my opinion, that was the only good decision they made, and they gave money to Rob Zombie to make this movie. And who, yeah, like you said, like whoever that stamp of approval, get them out of here. I, I'd like get them out of Hollywood. Actually, you know what? I think we're being harsh because now, now I'm thinking about it. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, Netflix did see this product and they made the decision to purchase it. But I believe this was originally slated to be released in theaters and on Peacock because Ooh. it was made by Universal. So there's yeah. That- that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because well, in the beginning they had the Universal logo. So we can't put all the f- the blame on Netflix, but again, end of the day, they they saw it, they bought it. So I'm putting like, that's going to do wonders for us. I'm putting blame to whoever wrote the script. Shot, probably <laughs> Rob Zombie wrote that. Like everyone there, and the set builder, he's good. He's he can get another job somewhere. <laughs> uh, I'll hire him. Everyone else, get them, get them out of this town. I'm sorry. I just, I, I, it really like, and not being a fan, like, I feel like you're either like, I guess you could be a fan of both of like Adam's family or the monsters. It's pretty much the same thing. Adam's family was a little darker, uh, at least in my opinion, monsters was just, I just always thought like the concept was weird, but uh, I don't know. Like, it's, don't have any monsters moving in lately. The monsters moving in. Like, I don't know. Like it. <laughs> Like I, this is one of those things where like that neighborhood's so Yo, dumb. you're you're, you're is, having a meltdown right now. <laughs> yeah, like, so right. you can't even form coherent thoughts. Neighborhood's so dumb. <laughs> like I I hate movies where like and it's intentionally dumb because it's based on a stupid sitcom from 50, 60 years ago. But it just they're like oh well we don't like oh these are funny masks your costume's so so clever like you're you're an idiot they're moving into this rundown the debacle of a house and, and you're just and you have no problem with it and they're like oh yeah that's fine whatever it's the they don't change your clothes and the dad and and herman monster i'm sorry just before i turn it over to you guys i don't know if it, i don't i don't remember how his voice sounded in the original if it sounded like maybe like a normal person like his voice through this whole movie bothered me because it's like i don't know like is he supposed to be like 19 or is he supposed to be like like 40 like older or younger but he just like he like he has like, he sounds babe. like a, he sounds like a preview bestin like he's like hah, 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 hah. and i'm like i don't know it just it, so it, apparently as the only one who's actually seen the monsters the the original um yeah fred gwynn he did kind of speak like that but his voice was also deeper so it okay it, it wasn't as annoying itself out yeah yeah oh. and like why did they call monster because of the cheese like oh jesus i'm like i this was 10 this was 15 minutes into the movie and i'm like i i can't i can't do this this is gonna be rough i i i put some some i i don't know if i'm being too harsh i don't think i am I, i'm just gonna stand by this is probably the worst movie i've ever seen so uh no yeah, hyperbole so, <laughs> Papa, Papa, what about you? And since you've seen the monsters in in, in, in olden times, uh, what did you, what, what wasn't did you think? Alive of, in the sixties. I what? first of all, I hate that because you're one year younger than me. So I, it's it kind of surprises me that you have not seen the original monsters. Well, but 
So it's the sixties. It's I guess. Yeah, I guess that one year was a lifetime. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, so I agree with a lot of what you said. I don't think I have quite as much vitriol for it as you do, but uh, I got but yeah, enough the for that was, <laughs> It was not great. Um, the casting was just kind of off for me. Uh. I will say out of the cast, I, I did like uh, Richard Brake at, as um, uh, Dr. Wolfgang Augustus uh, something or other. Uh, he played Orlock War- as well. Yeah. Oh, did he? I didn't even know yeah. that. Yeah. There was oh, okay. a lot of yeah, uh, dual roles in this movie. Orlock was kind of funny, too. And, uh, uh, and Jorge Garcia as, uh, as Floop. Both of them were slightly tolerable. Um, but the rest was just kind of there. Uh, no, don't get me wrong. I love Cassandra Peterson of Elvira fame, but um, but her role was pretty minimal and she wasn't one of the main characters. Mm. Um, so there were some very strange decisions uh, made in this movie. I don't. I guess, like, ultimately, I have to look at it in the lens of who was this movie made for. And I think what Rob Zombie was going for um, was a fairly faithful adaptation of the original material, but, like, expanding on it. And I think that was a bad choice because the people that watch the original monsters aren't going to care about this cast or any of the way that this movie looks like this is not it's it they're just they're not going to dig this you know unless you're like the ultimate monsters head maybe there's you know someone out there that that fits that bill and they own every piece of monsters memorabilia there is and they've seen the the tv specials uh you know 50 times um Unless you're that person and you're not going to like this, uh, the humor and some of the affectations of the characters, it, it comes off like it was made for that age group. And, you know, kind of I'm assuming taking place in the 60s. I don't I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that was Mark's- I- I, I don't know. Like, I feel like they were referencing, like, using dialogue that, like, they would use. Like, like we used to, now, I mean, like, even, like, Herman would be like, I can dig it. You can, like, can you dig it? I can dig it. And he said that, like, seven times in this movie. So that makes me think it was, like, 60s, 70s. Right. It's not modernized at all, which was a bad direction to go, I think, by, by not modernizing it. Um, I think keeping it retro. And because of that, um, it, it's not going to live up to the original. So I don't know why you would go that route kind of along those lines, uh, you know, with some of those choices made, uh, um, you know, Sherry moon zombie played Lily and she's constantly like doing these weird, like hand gestures. And I don't know well if done, that was the for the, uh, for the <laughs> listeners. Well done with the Thank hand you. Gestures. Well, yeah, the listeners can't see the visuals, but uh, he's uh, killing it. He's killing it. <laughs> yeah. I was just doing Ooh, some, uh, some mock a little, uh, hand gestures. I like it. Um, but I don't know if that was like Sherry Moon Zombies um, decision to add that to the character or if that was under the direction of Rob and he's like, hey, do this, you know, because Yvonne DiCarlo did this and 
I don't know, but it just it doesn't work. It looks weird, and it it actually pulls me out every time she does that stuff because I'm like, the hell's going on with her hands? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird. It's what really are you doing strange. so. <laughs> there's the scene when they when Herman goes to catch the underground monster as a pet, mm-hmm. and they they don't even focus on him catching the monster. All they focus on is her and her like her and you're right, her hand gestures and her like head tilt. She's like, ooh, 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 yeah, ooh, ooh. yeah, and make yeah the head just, tilt. She definitely does that a lot too. Yeah, and it just I uh, that I mean that was so, like an hour and fifteen minutes into the movie, we were already like prime this like, and it just was it was not yeah. Yeah, know. so like that's it. and you know even if that was Sherry's choice to add to the character, I mean ultimately Zombie was the one that uh Rob Zombie was the one that left it in on screen. So, you know, there's there's that. Um they did this other weird thing where uh whenever a character, not whenever, but like oftentimes a character would be feeling something and then they would show that by displaying graphics lit up behind them yeah but not like not like cg but like this is very tough to describe but like imagine uh so like lily's character sees herman falls in love so instead of um i don't know expressing this any other way yeah yeah there's there's like hearts uh lit up by light in the back against the wall almost like a spotlight showing only hearts and it's it's rotating around and around and it just it looks very like super low budget uh super um just uncreative like i imagine that's what you know somebody in film school with a shoestring budget would do not somebody making a multi-million dollar reboot of the monsters um and you know maybe it's maybe it's trying to play up to that that retro kitschy goofiness but it yeah. doesn't work uh i don't know it's just it, there's other things like there's I, <laughs> I could keep going on but like there's there's times multiple times in the movie where the camera zooms in and zooms out and zooms in and zooms out on like a particular character's head just to kind of like emphasize a point and it's like yeah, that's, you know, sure. If you want to put an exclamation point on something or show surprise or whatever, I get that that's a choice, but it's not a great choice. Uh, it's just it it's disorienting and it doesn't add any um, I don't know. It doesn't add any retro flavor to it. It's just stupid. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I think. I, as far as good stuff. <laughs> Um, like Han said, the sets, I thought those are pretty nice. Uh, I do think the movie should have been in black and white. Um, I read Mm. that Robert zombie did, uh, lobby to make this in black and white, but the studio would not let him. Um, I think that was a poor choice on the studio's hands, but at the same time, zombie didn't help things because he lights everything as though, it was lit by like neon um, clubs and it's There's just so much neon in this movie. I love, I love neon. I love bright garish colors. This is not the movie for that. And he leans hard into it anyway. Um, and it just, it doesn't work in my opinion. It just, uh, whatever goodwill was earned with the sets, the poor lighting kind of takes away from it. So 
I was going to ask. Uh, oh, uh, one other thing too. I um, not a fan of the story um, being a origin story for the monsters. Like, just give me the monsters, man. Like, give me uh, Eddie, which is Lillian Herman's son, and and Marilyn, their niece, who is normal looking. Like, just give me them and put them in, you know, LA already. I want the monster story. I don't need an origin story. Um. But yeah, there's all that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, lost my train of thought here. It was so bad. Uh, oh, well, so I had a question for you guys. And I know, you know, I'm running a little long here, Harry. I'll pass it off to you. You're good. You're good. I was going to ask if this is a property that is unrebootable, but I was also working under the assumption that you guys had seen the original Monsters, which you have not. Um, do you think... <sighs> I don't know. It's tough because you haven't seen the original stuff, but like, can can you imagine a better version of this movie out there? Like keeping the sitcom flavor with, you know, some horror elements. I will say no, only there's a couple different things because the people and, and the people who care about the monsters are in their 60s, 70s. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry, not in my Greg. 60s, 70s. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> 95% of people that that remember the monsters and like I I think like maybe rebooting it, but like I I don't I don't know. That's tough to say because I don't think there's the draw for them anymore. Like if if they would have done this movie in the night, this feels like an early 90s like uh, early 90s like masters of disguise master of disguise with dana carvey a real silly type movie and i feel like if they made this in the 90s it would be a, it would be probably a hit or not a hit but it would make some money uh i think so much time has passed where they're like the monsters the monsters the monsters like i'm sure my mom and dad are are, are home watching it right now and they're like oh i remember the monsters and when i was nine i watched it i like i didn't watch it normally i think the majority of people who 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 are like this would be new to wouldn't want to watch it and we get like multiple adams family properties that are coming out it's just i think it's going to be i think it's going to be too much where i i don't want to say it would it would be it couldn't be rebootable but i just don't think there's a demand or anyone would really care and and we're going to see once the numbers come out for this if it unless it has like a morbius effect where people just want to watch it to see how bad it is i don't know are any brief thoughts before i toss it over to you yeah i mean i think it's definitely rebootable i mean i think you brought up an interesting point about like if they had done black and white maybe like for the first 10 and then like went into color and was like oh here we are actually in present day like and kind of gave in it like a spin of like here are the monsters in 2022 60 years later not like you know taking them from that time frame to now but like using the monsters in 2022 like you know, Chris mentioned a little bit like Wednesday is coming out that Adams family uh, take. And like, that seems interesting. And it seems like they're going for like a, um, a newer spin or a newer uh, vibe for it, you know, being in present day. Um, I, I just think there's, there's a lot of unique things you can do. Like, and Chris mentions too, like, Hey, the people who like want, want to watch the monsters and monsters are in their seventies, but like, you know, there's things like Nick at night, you know, when we were kids, it's like, I don't, I didn't. I wasn't alive when Gilligan's Island was on, but like if they remade a Gilligan's Island when I was like fifteen, I probably would have been like, "I'll check it out." Like, or you know, had done a movie. Um, 
And Hans had also mentioned, which I think was a really good point, was just uh, like this should have been a series. Um, I don't know if there's budget or, you know, how much story they actually had. Um, But like if you put this in like 25 minute, you know, this this movie's in that we didn't even mention this movie's an hour and 41 minutes. Um, does not feel every minute. <laughs> yeah, it feels it feels like a three hour uh, movie. Um, I watched, uh, you know, talking about uh, the film festival. Uh, they're playing a movie called RRR, um, which is the movie hit of the summer besides, I think, Top Gun. And like, that's like three hours. And man, that doesn't feel three hours. But uh, this this felt longer than uh, than RRR feels. Um but like, you know, you have what is that? That's uh that's like five episodes at least right there. So, you know, and then maybe you set it up for the next three, you know, taking if you want to do this long of an origin story. And that's part of the problem, too. It's like you said, Greg, it's like I know who the monsters are. Like even I who didn't watch them, like I'm aware of like who they are. Like I've seen clips or whatever. And it's like, oh, the, the boy's kind of a, a little bit of a jerk and like is kind of a vampire ish. And like, yeah, like you said, the 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 niece is like a regular old, just, you know, everyday American girl. Um, and did like go back to the 60s, like what for? Like, I don't know. Let's get like a modern day kind of take on it. So I, I think there's a lot of things they could have done differently um, to make this at least interesting and not uh, so poorly boring and dull is, uh, is my review for it. So, yeah, I do. <clears throat> I will say, I think. I think they could reboot it. There are some properties I feel like don't they're not going to play. Uh I think, you know, Flash Gordon or the Lone Ranger, uh maybe John Carter cuz it kind of fits in with those serialized pulp heroes, Green Hornet. I think like characters like that like their time is done. I don't think the monsters and most of those characters predate the monsters by like decades. Um I think about the monsters the are still well, yeah, that's another one. Super old. I don't think that fits anymore either. It's just like a pulpy hero. Yeah, you guys um, gave me a lot. Yeah, you gave me a hard time when I mentioned that on our like superhero. Uh, <laughs> um, but the monsters is a unique concept, and it's similar enough to the Adams family, where you know the Adams family gets all these successful updates and reboots whether it's animated shows or you know wednesday spinoff whatever so i think there's hope for the monsters but not in the direction they took it with this so anyway that's That's my thoughts yeah that's the other thing i was gonna mention too if they went animated route like you look at something like hotel transylvania that like kids love and like it like when you see rob zombie attached this this is his first non-r-rated movie and it's like when I first clicked it, I was like, "Am I like what's the rating on this?" Like, let me look, and it was like PG, and I was like, <laughs> "Interesting decision to have Rob Zombie do a PG movie." Not saying like he can't or he shouldn't, um, but it's like I think there's some conflicting things, or it's like, "Oh, Rob Zombie's doing the monsters," and it's like, "Oh, it might be a little intense," and it's like, "No, it's your, you know, regular old PG." You know, I, I there's just different. There's so many different routes they could have went, and they basically were just like. Let me do let me do my version of like the monsters from the 60s. And it's like, uh... you you know, what's kind of like an apt analogy for this is like he was so like slavish to trying to capture the feel of the original when, again, it was of a time. And it it almost reminds me of um, Brian Singer's Superman Returns, where like that Mm. 
that kind of got in the way of itself by trying to hold on to that Donner movie feel because those movies were of a time like uh, you got to update and and roll with modern times. And that's not to say there's no room for period pieces or whatever, but the world and society and culture and tastes change. And it's very strange to kind of say, nope, we're ignoring all of that progress and we're going to plop you down. And especially for newer people who didn't live during that era to try and wrap their heads around. Well, this is what comedy was like, because I'm not digging it. You know, yeah. like it's 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 a whole thing. So I don't know. Tough uh, crowd. So like, yeah, yes, <laughs> I've I've rambled on plenty about the monsters. Tell us your thoughts on the monsters. Yeah, so like uh, like we were mentioning a little bit ago, not really familiar with the monsters other than like kind of knowing, you know, it's a family that moves. Uh, I didn't realize it was California that they moved to uh, until watching this one. Um, you know, I, I get it. Um, I get why this could have been, uh, you know, especially back then in the 60s and like how it could easily play on, you know, Nick at Night or um, TV Land, um, you know, where it's just, hey, you know, we have the we have the library. Just just keep playing it. Um, the other thing too, with Rob Zombie, never really been into his movies. You guys mentioned a lot of his movies. Um, uh, not really interested in a lot of them. Um, I'm also not really a spooky season guy. Kind of don't really care about Halloween. Um, I know it's a, it's a hot take. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's a real, it's a real hot take when it gets to like around August around my birthday and people are like excited for spooky season. I'm like, I don't care. Um, with that with that said, I, I will say I don't mind checking out spooky season movies um, or, you know, being involved. It's just I don't want to have to do anything for it, if that makes sense. Like, I'll go to a Halloween themed like event, but it's like I don't want to have to dress up for it. I don't want to have to do any of that. So, um, but yeah, I, I did enjoy Rob Zombie's take on the on the Halloween franchise when he made that one. Did he make he ended up making two, right? Halloween. He movies? made two. Yes. yes. Yep. One yeah, was more I, grounded. The second one was a very, very well. The first one yeah. just seemed like a generic horror movie. The second one would definitely had Rob Zombie touches all over it. So, and I, I get from his perspective, like you know, cherishing stuff and wanting to, you know, make your adaptation or put your stamp on it, and or you know, bring it back into society. So, um, either we we uh, so I, I get that but uh, man this is uh this is a netflix does it again uh let down for sure um <laughs> i didn't hate watch this as much as chris i didn't have the appreciation of greg i think i was just bored um and it, as i mentioned it was a boring dull movie um because i mean even the opening is just kind of like if you read the tagline for the movie in the description of the movie it talks about um you know, this this uh, reboot of the monsters that followed a family of monsters who moves from Transylvania to an American suburb. And, you know, spoilers a little bit here, but uh, they don't move until there's 20 minutes left in the movie of an hour and 41 minute movie. Yeah. So there's a lot of Transylvania in there. And like I was I was getting I was watching it and I was like trying to give it a shot. And I was like, well, like, you know, this is kind of has some hotel Transylvania vibes. Like I mentioned earlier where it's like, Hey, let's get to know like all the people of Transylvania and like, Oh, here's what like dating is like. And it kind of felt very much like, and again, that's where I was thrown off with like the time period. It was like, wait, are we in the sixties? Where are we at? Um, The sets look really cool. The costume looks, the costumes and makeup look, look really good. Um, Really good might be a strong word. 
God. You know what their v- version of uh, Transylvania reminds me of? It mm. reminds me almost of like Monstropolis from Monsters Inc., where it's just okay. like yes. you have all yeah, these yeah. like creepy people yeah. who are stalking the night, but everybody's just a, a friendly face and it's all kind of a goofy thing, you know? Yeah. And it, it's interesting to me that we were talking about kind of the vibes and the feels of this movie or yeah, this movie, I must have this series. Um, and it, it really gave me a lot of sh- a poor man Schumacher. Like mm-hmm. I was thinking a lot of like the Batman Schumacher movies in this where like the angle is kind of high and like shooting down and like, just like the cutaways to like a bet like and that's the one thing i will give credit like he at least seems like at least for the 90 percent of the movie rob zombie was like listen let's do practical let's you know have a cool set let's you know use you know like let's not have hearts come out of her eyes you know when she sees uh months and but like let's you know show this cutaway to her like with hearts going around the back so there is like a little bit of like i, I don't nostalgia or like old timey kind of filmmaking there. Um, and th- those are like really the only positives. Um, oh, there was a lot of watching the movie through a TV screen. Um, when, uh, shoot, what was, uh, what was, what was the dad's name? I, I had it written down. The count? And I, the count. Yes. I don't know why I couldn't think of it. Uh, don't, don't ask me why <laughs> he's not um, grandpa yet. He, he does have a name. I don't know what it, I, I think so, but I don't know. Yeah. But, just, but it's like, count. he's watching like TV for a lot of it. And there's a lot of cutaways to like you watching the TV and seeing what he's seeing. And it's like, why? Um, yeah. They had breaking news odd. segments. They had Herman on that variety show. They had uh Zombo, you know, like it was, yeah. just, it was nonstop. And there, there was finally a montage with the like, I got you, babe, montage after they finally get married. And it was like, all right, here we go. We're going to get moving. And it was like, we're not moving fast enough. You're spending too much time for this montage. Um, like I said, it was um, the thing. Like, I feel like it really needed an editor. Um, you know, if you're going to go like, hey, let's try to be classic monsters, 60s style the writing makes sense for it for the most part. Um, it's, it's bad. It's, you know, I, at least you could say like, Hey, that's what we were going for. But like this movie really needed an editor to be like, dude, we need to cut this scene and like show him there already. You know, there was the, the scene, um, when Herman Munson, when he basically, he gets, he gets asked out Munster. on a date. Munster. Sorry. Why did I say Munson? I don't know. Uh, that's count it. number two, though, for the yeah. listeners. <laughs> oh, geez. My bad. Um, maybe because I uh, did I spell wrong on, on the doc? I don't know. So Lily comes the and like, out on a date. The <laughs> yeah, the Munsons. The, the, the Munsters. The Munsons. Oh, man. Now I'm all thrown off. I just, I'm, <laughs> you, you let you let me you let me wait and stew so long that I, that Might I'm, be. Losing, I'm losing it. <laughs> um, so when Herman gets asked on a date by Lily and like, it's like a literal like three minute scene of him being asked on a date. And it's Ooh. like the same joke over and over. Talk about drawing out, dude. I had, a, I had to watch this in two sittings because I just couldn't do it. Um, I made it through the first hour and I was like, I gotta just revisit this again because I'm, you know, maybe it's me. And then I was thinking about, you know, some of the Netflix movies I've nominated. And I was like, at least they're not as bad as this. Um, and then I was like, Greg looking at me wants to relive his childhood and he's putting this upon me. Um, but yeah, never really had in- interest in the monsters. I think it would take like a total, like 
like again, I'm not an Adams family guy either. Again, not not spooky season boy, but like I'm a, I'm intrigued by Wednesday. Um, I like Jenna Ortega, and like it seems like they are going for a vibe that seems at least a little bit interesting to me. Um, so uh, unless the monsters do something like that, I think this is my first and last uh, with the monsters. Um, sorry. I'm going to have to leave mm. them on red if they uh, if they reach back out to me for it. No so. more Mockingbird Lane. All right. Well, I think it's pretty evident we didn't like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I uh, did, did uh, one, like, I, I just like before you wrap up, do you think what was, and what was the brother's name? I don't remember. Does anyone remember the werewolf kid guy? Eddie. Eddie. It was Eddie. Ed, yeah. Eddie. Yeah. Was his voice dubbed over? Because there, it seems like at one point they re-recorded. Like it's kind of like you remind oh, me. Oh no, like, no 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 no! I'm sorry. You're talking about in this movie Lester. Lester. I thought you were talking about yeah. the son who is kind of no, like a, I'm a sorry. Wolf vampire hybrid. No, yeah. the one like Lester. Okay. Yeah, Lester. Like, Lester. It seemed like a lot of his dialogue he was like was like dubbed over. Kind of reminded me of like the room where a lot of the well not a lot all of the audio was dubbed over in that movie. But it just seemed I like saw he, you wasn't had a up. note. I saw you had a note about that. I didn't notice it, but it might have just been ADR because maybe he couldn't deliver the lines with the uh, with all the prosthetics and makeup and stuff. So sometimes when they have editing. that, they'll just record after. Well, I'll editing. tell you that that I got you, babe. Song really, uh, they really, they really carried a tune there that uh, that <laughs> sounded just like a. I, I, this is yeah. All right, whatever. I, 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 I all right hands what do you rate this zero zero oh absolutely zero this goes up there wow. with and greg i said it before when we recorded there's i in my bottom five would be this uh a movie that we saw together brand it which i mm-hmm. if it's still on netflix i recommend everyone watch that it's god awful i saw it in theaters for some choice um i was just like that was like that was my first uh, shot at riff tracks uh, in an actual theater watching this movie and the room, which I'm starting to understand. I think it was purposely supposed to be bad, but as of right now, till now, it's just that those, these are like my bottom three movies, like worst movies ever, ever seen. If, if I had a gun to my head and I had to watch this or Morbius, like I'd, I'd, I'd be like, yo, get that G Howard Leto, uh, Oscar nom up for it. Let's yes. pop that on. Yikes. Um, uh, I'm zero. I give this... Yeah. Uh, go ahead. No, I, I, there's nothing. I don't care about the sets as much as I liked it. I hated everything else so much that it doesn't even like, I don't even negate the sets. The sets were good. That's it. Zero. I give this uh one and a half stars out of five. Um, You're a better. I have seen I a worse. I have seen a worse movie recently by the name of blonde. Also on Netflix. That was a travesty. Um, this is bad and it is very hard to watch, but I would gladly sit through, you know, three more sittings of this than be forced to watch Blonde again. Really? So, right. yeah. At least you get some uh, chores done while you put this on and just have it in the background. You gotta, yeah, yeah, go true. to sleep. And you've got, you know, the the extravagant colors to, to look at and fantasize that they were in a better movie. So anyway, that's where I'm at. <laughs> you really, you really didn't like Blonde? Would you? Oh, it is terrible. Okay, all right. I was gonna watch it, but Um, uh, yeah, we'll see. It's like three hours, dude. (laughs) I watched the monsters twice. (laughs) Oh, what's your rating on this? Um, yeah, sorry, I was laughing at your uh, your joke. (laughs) Um, I gave this a half star. Um, out of five, 
Um, as we mentioned, my biggest my biggest problem with a movie, and Chris mentioned a good example of a movie I didn't like uh, this year called Morbius. Um, I, that has a higher rating to me because at least uh, I think it might even be shorter. I'd have to check the run times. <laughs> but at least like with this movie, I felt like it was just wasting my time. If that makes sense, like this, this movie like screams to me like my five year old child is just obsessed with it for some reason. And it's just on all the time. And I'm walking by and hear the mm. monsters. And it's like it's a good hour and 40 minutes to just, you know, keep their time occupied. Uh, and those movies to me are more more of a travesty than a movie that's actually like really bad. You could probably make the case that Morbius is probably worse than this movie. But um you know, or, or any movie that you, you know, as Greg mentioned with blonde, but like a movie that I feel wastes my time. Um, just like I said, it, it's, it's actively like there are long scenes where you're like, dude, can you cut this? And, and maybe that's just the generation we're in now. Maybe that's part of, you know, my issue. But as I mentioned before, like I'll watch classic movies, I'll watch, you know, three hour movies or whatever, or, you know, long series. Um, I don't have an issue with that. You know, they could be intimidating, but this is just who, especially compared to our next topic uh, is a perfect segue, um, which is uh, a cool under an hour. Um, let's get it. Let's get it in under an hour. So uh, yeah, either, either decide to make this a series. That's like eight episodes, 20, 30 minutes, an episode, or cut this down to an hour 15 um, at most, I would say, um, and tell a better story. Edit, edit your movie, please. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Half star. Uh, I yeah. was trying to. I even tried to think about a one star, and I was just like, I don't know if I can do a one star. This is just this sucked um, to me with with that, and it just. You're, I, wanna, I don't want to say you're like. I don't want to say you're generous with your ratings normally, uh, but I yeah, will say fair. I'm a very know, middle take, of the road guy. You take a lot into account, and you you don't tend to stray to the extremes, but. So it shocked me when I saw your score for this. I was like, wow. Yeah, I'm usually like, you know, I'm, and again, like listening to you talk about it, Greg, and your affinity for the months, uh, the monsters, I just called them the wrong the name Munsons. again, the Munsons. Um, Maybe they'll make that show. Maybe I got something in, in brewing. Um, so, and it's like, you know, we start talking about it. I'm like, yeah, there's a couple things here and there, but like the movies that I go for, like this is just, I, I don't know when you would put this on, like, it, you know, if you and Janet, like turning this on on a Friday night and like for an hour, 41 minutes of the monsters, as opposed to like banging out some She-Hulk episodes or like starting and or something like it just doesn't make any sense to me. And it's it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's yeah, a, it's the answer to when am I putting but... this on is never again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Listen, so yeah. like it, it was hard to rate it that, but I, I had to be true and honest with myself. And it just, when I, when I get up and I'm just like, that was a waste of my time. Like it, it very much felt like uh, another spooky season movie we had last year. Um, Halloween, Halloween kills. It was that, the, is that the second one? I can't even remember. Yeah, that's the second one. Another one where it's like, dude, I feel like you're wasting my time. Uh, but even that had some moments where it was like, at least it had the cool flashback in the beginning. So I mean, listen, if they had started this movie out like first 20 minutes of like doing the origin story and doing black and white and then moving into color, I think you add like at least half a point to a star there for me um, and jump into it. Um, but yeah, just I don't know who this is for um, besides maybe Greg being like, let me see if this can live up to my childhood. 
<laughs> yeah. So. And all and all you old heads that I mentioned earlier in this in this episode that would if you know what, what demographic I, I are you speaking to that listens? I know. I don't, I don't apologize. Besides, I don't, like I'm, my I'm mother. Taking, I'm taking any apology back or whatever. Uh, you did this to yourself if you watched this movie. So um, I, you've we been warned. It. We did it because for for content reasons. Uh, to... I, I promise. <laughs> I promise the listeners at some point we will pick a good Netflix original. I promise that they just need to make them first. <laughs> yeah. They just uh, no. The, the problem is they pump out so much that like if we. If I don't look on a certain Friday or a Tuesday, it's like I'm not going to see that movie ever again because it's going to be off of the algorithm and whatever I like is going to be filtered in. So it's they pump out so much that it's hard to be like, oh, remember that movie they released? And it's like, no, I don't. What are you talking about? See, so. there is one movie that I, I give uh, other than like Tick, Tick, Boom was with uh, and I, I I can't even remember the name of it. That's how great it was with uh, Sandra Bullock. Um, the uh, Net Box? Not, no, 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 not The Net. The Nets Bird Box? It's, no, not Bird Box. Uh, it came speed? out like last year. Not Speed. <laughs> you say the Net from like 1993. The Net with the girl from the bus. I love that movie. Actually, <laughs> I'm not no no joke. I love the Net. Um, no, I, I I but she's like an escape. Like she gets released from prison, and then she tries to like, kind of like make her life a little better. Ocean's Eight. Not oh, shut up. You know what? Uh, Bird Box Two, Electric Boogaloo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. I quit. Uh, well, luckily, luckily Stan- we have more exciting what? things to uh. Ah, uh, you're about. talking about Sandra is the new Bullock. That's that's. The- I'm not. I'm not. I'm not answering. Anything. He's talking about the proposal with Ryan Reynolds. His his. Keep, keep naming Sandra Bullock movies. <laughs> Miss Congeniality. I mean, Gravity. I mean, let me just call the unforgivable. 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 All right, we're getting we're getting off track. We went from spooky season to Sandy B. Let's let's rain it, yeah, rain it in here, boys. Yes, silly Sandy uh, all season. Right. So moving on with our spooky season topic, uh, our next piece of content that we watched for you, the delightful listeners, is Werewolf by Night, the new Disney Plus special feature. Uh, mm. This was special the- presentation. Yes, special presentation. Excuse me. Uh, first of its kind by Marvel Studios uh, has an abbreviated length. I think uh, the run length was 52 minutes, 53 minutes, somewhere around there. Um, also notable as the directorial debut for famous composer Michael Giacchino. Uh, he got out of the uh, recording studio and got behind the camera and boom, we uh, we were in for a treat. Um, so I think this was a, uh, a pretty decent directorial debut for him. Uh, I will say, I thought the feature had, uh, great vibes, but I don't want to crown him just yet. I know a lot of people were like, oh, this is amazing. And, you know, let's, say let's it. get him on say some, it. put him you, on blade. You were, you were saying Jeez it. Yeah. <laughs> you were, you specifically were saying, uh, let's get him on blade. Uh, I started look, the petition. Look, he, he did a 45 minute made for TV feature. Let's not, you know, throw him into the big budget spectacle world just yet. I, like, I feel like they do that with some directors and it doesn't always play out. Uh, not that they get a ton of leeway when it comes to Marvel Studios anyway, but it's just I don't know. Let's let's pump the brakes a little bit and let him get time to build his resume. Um, I'm not 
as as much of a comic fan as I am, I'm not super familiar with a lot of these characters. Really, the only character, or I should say, the character that I know the best is uh, Man Thing, uh, Ted Salas. So I was uh, really happy that he was in this, and that's not a spoiler. He was in the the trailer or commercial or whatever for this. Um, in fact, it wasn't even super clear to me if Jack or Elsa were supposed to be the main character. Um, mm. In the beginning, I feel like it kind of spends even amounts. Well, I wouldn't even say the beginning. I'd say most of the feature kind of spends equal amounts of time on both of them. And, uh, you know, obviously I, I figured out who the werewolf by night is uh, through the course of the story, but it's kind of strange having that that feel where this is you have a title character and he's effectively uh, this is his debut and he's effectively splitting the lion's share of screen time with another character. Um, you mean the, uh, the wolves share of screen time? Yes. I'm sorry. The wolves. Get him out of here. The wolf, the wolves by night. Um, I did like the story. I uh, I think it could have maybe used 10 more minutes. Like, let's just round this up and make it an even hour um, just to kind of flesh out some more stuff or maybe um, put a little more action into the fight scenes. I thought, I thought the fight scenes were good, but I think they could have been better. So maybe maybe another 10 minutes could have been used a little more wisely to uh, to make them, uh, I don't know, more thrilling, I guess. Um I didn't like the werewolf design. Uh, I understand that this reflects the way the character looked in the early days of his, like his first appearances. Um, he looked more human with hair, kind of like Lester from, uh, from the monsters or uh, huh. uh, Michael Landon's character from, I was a teenage werewolf. Uh, I would have preferred him be more wolf like, uh, almost like an American werewolf in London. I think that that uh, design with, you know, long snout and snarling teeth. um, I think that would have made the character stand out more. Uh, Maybe they didn't go that route for budgetary reasons, because obviously this isn't a huge project. So they want to try and keep that reined in a little bit. But uh, I don't know. It was a little disappointing to see um, the lack of, SFX for not only the transformation, but also prosthetics for the actual werewolf design. Um, Man thing. Awesome. Absolutely loved it. I love, uh, you know, his, his, uh, not only the way that they showed him emoting uh, and, you know, kind of uh, humanized him a bit, but also, uh, his powers, which is whoever knows fear burns at the touch of the man thing. Uh, so, you know, he just kind of spontaneously combusted these people that feared him, which was awesome. Uh, so give me more man thing. I could use one of these specials for him. And I like the idea of Marvel Studios doing a short film. But, you know, where do these fit? Are they are they one offs? Are they just meant to serve as introductions for the characters to be used later on in other projects. Who knows? I mean, that's, you know, rhetorical question, but like, I just, I, it's tough to see where this fits in the grand scheme of things. I mean, I guess, you know, you could always 
reference the comics and it's like, well, you know, Werewolf by Night had his own thing going on and he had a little series and that was that. And, you know, maybe that's just what this is. And, and he doesn't have to play any larger part. But because these projects are carefully selected with with what they want to put forward in creating a live action universe, almost immediately the first thought that comes to mind with any of these is, okay, well, where does it fit in the bigger picture? Because you've got literally thousands of characters from the comics, hundreds of thousands of characters. This one was chosen. Why was it to just bring in another facet of this universe um, with, you know, monsters and, and uh, creatures and stuff like that? Or is it because, we plan on tying this into blade and moon Knight or whatever, you know? So just um, food for thought there, but you know, I, I liked it uh, again, you know, I, I kind of wished there was a little more to round it out, but I, I thought it was uh, good for the first of its kind. Um, Hans, what did you think about werewolf by night? So I was really looking forward to this and I, I went in very fresh, so I didn't see, they just released a trailer for it. I think last month, and I didn't watch it. Um, I followed very it little was on D23, it. D twenty three, right? Was it Maybe around? It there? was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was D twenty three. Um, at least well, I think that's when they even announced it. I don't even think this was like slated to appear anywhere, so it just popped up. Um, I, I, I actually, I really, really enjoyed this. Uh, you know, I, I, you're the biggest question I had after leaving, and you brought this up was where does this fit into the overall world? Um. And my my first like initial thought when watching it was, you know, this is something where you Io Feige had come out and said that that this is gonna I don't exactly know his exact words, but it was more along the lines of like revamp or set the tone for the MCU or gonna have a big impact on the MCU. How? I mean, the only thing that we get a, that we get on the larger um MCU is the very beginning is the the picture of the Avengers, and then they're like, all right, well, there's other heroes that we don't know about, and and that's when it kind of zooms into the Hunters and their little little secret organization. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it because it was just, it was different, it was something different from Marvel. Uh, you know, they're pumping out these TV shows and and and, and the movies, and you know, I, I, don't, I don't think I have that Marvel fatigue, but it's definitely, I, I, I can, I, I do get exhausted, because there is the Marvel formula that most 90, 95% of the Marvel movies follow. And I think this was, it was much different than anything we've seen. It dealt with characters and even actors that I don't know who any of them were. And it, it's oh. low budget. It's, it's very low budget. It's, I don't even know how much it costs to make. Um, but it only has like three sets, like pretty much. I'm sorry. I just heard audio from someone and I don't know where it was. Sorry. That's why I just stopped talking. It was really weird. It was a bunch of people cheering. Um, who am I? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh Oh, <laughs> is it your computer? You got sound. I disconnected. Got, Hold got on. I don't know what happened. All right. So, well, well, hands is fixing his audio. Harry, why don't you talk to us about werewolf by night? Yeah. Hello. Well, um, Hi. I'm really sorry about that. My my AirPod just connect, went right over to my iPhone 
and I yeah, don't you know why. Disconnect that Bluetooth before you start, brother. Oh, I think it went the Catherine's. <laughs> so I think so. Uh, that's what happened. Sorry about that. I don't know. Unreal. I'm this in, by the way. For all, no, that's fine. All you listeners, I apologize for where I was going. I don't know where and I was we, going when you I were said going to we, say you're you're not a big fan of Mozart in the jungle. Uh, I hate Mozart in the jungle as I was as I was going to go on to say I hate it. Um, I really don't know what the last thing before I went on my tangent uh, was what I was saying because. So I really like this. Uh, I thought this was great. Um, yeah, I'm sorry that that really threw me off. So. The one thing I that I did like, and Greg, I, I kind of disagree with you on was the the I like the design of the werewolf. I, I really did. Um, uh, but when he has that close up with um with Elsa, that's when I thought it was a little like it it looked like it was probably I don't know if it was prosthetics or not, but it looked bad. It looked like Lester from the Monsters, and I and I could see that where it just <laughs> the design wasn't great. But I think when like, he was in action, I love actually seeing a monster like tactically fight. Where I feel like in old monster movies, they're just like swinging their arms and hoping for the best and just going crazy and just throwing people and eating them. I feel like he had a little more skill. Like, I'm not saying he was like a like fighting like martial artist, but it just seemed like it was like a much smoother fight um, when he's fighting with the the people at the end or, or the other hunters or whatever was going on. Um, but I thought I, I thought it was I thought it was really good. Um, I, I just said, I don't know. I didn't know anyone who was in this movie at all. Um and I, I think you're not, it's, a, you're not a Gail Garcia Burnell guy. No, what was he in? Was he in the monsters? He was in. Well, the, he did start in the jungle. <laughs> uh, he did uh, Hector's voice in Coco. Yeah. Oh, he did. The father. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was someone else. I thought that was. All right. No, that Never was that was him. Uh, there was he, there was another thing. Go ahead. There's someone uh, else in that movie who I thought it was. E2 uh, Mama Tambien, which is a um, is a film done by uh, Alfonso Coron. So it's an early well, Coron uh, gem there. And uh, I have Mama... only seen one of those movies. And that's Coco. oh, and old also. He was the father and old. Yeah, he was the father and old. That but... the, the magic beach that makes the old like that makes you old. You got it. Yes. <laughs> All right. have not seen that. Shout um, out Shyamalan, my, my boy. <laughs> I've not seen that. Um, so I, I just. I, yeah, I don't know who these people were, so that they're all new to me, except for Hector. So his face wasn't in it. Um, even the director. What? Even the director. I know Giacchino. Okay. Or Giacchino, whatever it is. I mean, that dude won like a bunch of awards. He's amazing. He's he like the, he, he's he's the second best composer right now instead of Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Instead of Hans Zimmer. Wow. No, no, and he's it's Hans Zimmer then Giacchino. Hans. Oh, okay. Bobby. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I thought this was really good. I thought I like I said, I liked it. I liked how the, the direction kind of went a little different than what Marvel usually does. They could have just put this out and didn't even need to put Marvel's name on it and could have just named it Werewolf by Night and you know, whatever. But like I said, and when I started and Greg, you had said, I, I need to see where this is going. And I honestly thought I, I saw in the first when they were introduced to hunters that I saw Blade. I thought I saw Mahersha Ali because I know he does fight werewolves and I thought, and I realized it was not him. And, um, and then I was like, maybe like, I want it like I, I this Marvel is gets us so greedy and like wanting more where we want like a mid credit scene where like we want Oscar Isaac to show up and, and fight the werewolf or look for the werewolf or like she'll want blade to show up. 
and we don't get that. And I'm kind of happy that we didn't get that. It just, this could be a standalone project and it's, and that's fine by me. But if it's, if, if Feige's going to come out and say something like this is important to the MCU, give me a little more. So, mm. Harry, what were your initial thoughts? Well, it's actually funny. Uh, you were mentioning the, uh, the quote from uh, Feige again. Um, his quote was basically, he says that werewolf by night introduces a world that will become quite important to the future of the MCU. So, when we talk about the world, is he talking about the world of, you know, this darker series, maybe a little bit? Um, you know, there's kind of been the hints a little bit, I think, with Moon Knight, with uh, Eternals, you know, obviously with Blade coming down the pike. So um, whenever that comes. Uh, but uh, so I, it, it's interesting that like he almost says something where we have to almost read more into it into like what he exactly means about it. Um, but yeah, just first initial thoughts. I mean, I didn't really I mean, this is the the Marvel thing where, you know, I try to remove myself sometimes is, you know, I know you guys are more familiar where I'm like, I have no idea this was a thing um, and I'm not a spooky season guy. So when this was coming out, I said, what what the heck is this? What are you guys signing me up for? Um, and I, uh, I really was interested in it once i started watching it because i feel like this is stuff that i feel like marvel could do more of um this silo type of just let's give somebody who doesn't have a lot to their name a directorial debut view for uh giacchino um or even i would say a director who's just like looking to film you know a couple days or a week and just get out and just kind of make a a Nice little pocket sized, you know, I'm thinking about I know the Guardians have like a Christmas special, if I'm not mistaken, coming up. So, like, yep. is that going to be a special presentation type? Um, maybe somebody knows that. But like I was really diving, dealing, uh, really digging uh, the intro, the style. It kind of had this old horror movie, old presentation, you know, style in the beginning where it's like we show the title of the movie uh you know we just kind of hang on that and linger for a minute obviously the sound in it i thought was really good and really well done not surprising um and it really just kind of gets into it um it kind of just jumps in and like doesn't really leave a lot uh on the table as far as like you know like chris was kind of saying like what if like what if something jumps in the middle and like what if we get a reference to this and it's like there's no references to it it just kind of does its own thing and kind of gets out of its own way. Um, and so I really enjoyed that. Um, and I, I felt like it was such a fresh take on the Marvel experience, you know, with the black and white, uh, you know, with that filter on there. Um, and I would say I really liked uh, Laura, Laura Donnelly. Um, we kind of, Chris was talking about not really knowing many of the people in the movie and uh, she really stood out to me. Um, it did kind of have that Marvel humor that I think, I'm not sometimes I get sick of, but in this kind of thing where it's like, it kind of plays, you know, off of these two, like kind of going tit for tat with each other and, you know, making some jokes. Um, they really got away with a lot of, uh, a lot of blood, uh, you know, that isn't shown because it's black and white. So that was good. And um, I want to, I'm, I'm going to try and pronounce this name Ver, Ver, Verusa, who is part of the bloodstone family, who I guess was like a Ulysses, like second wife or something or whoever mm -hmm. um, love a good mass society. Whenever there's a mask society that shows up, I'm all in. You got me there. Um, so really, Eyes wide shut. favorite movie. Yeah. Especially, especially <laughs> when they got cool masks. I'm all in. 
Um, you know, and like I said, this really got to the point, didn't need eight episodes of build up to get to like what, what it does. But, you know, I think kind of the bigger question we've been talking around is, you know, does this matter and how does it matter? You know, if I'm talking to my wife who, you know, loves the Avengers, but doesn't really care too, too much about the, the other stuff, you know, is this something she would watch, you know, if she's not a horror fan, um, is this something she needs to watch to get a reference in, eight movies from now, are they going to do another special presentation next Halloween that kind of references this again, you know? Um, so it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it again. I think it's something that they should be looking to do more of um, kind of, I was hoping maybe some of the TV shows would go a little less into like development and maybe more of just, you know, a straight story with a little bit extension. Like I think Greg brought up the point as well, where it's like, Hey, a little bit more meat on the bone. I'm okay without it. But um, I think if you're doing it for like uh, trying to think of a character um, recently, um, like I, a daredevil, like a daredevil, just episode of, of this, you know, where it's like, he's got to go somewhere and he's got to do a thing like perfect opportunity to film three of those and drop them over, you know, whatever time frame you want to. But um that could be an interesting character to kind of we already know who he is um so i i think if this is a route they want to go in the future i'll be interested to see how they end up doing it with these special presentations um and when it's when i see a special presentation to me that says it is a one-off um judging by i would say previous um and i know i'm going on a little bit here boys i'm sorry um but like that kind of like you know halloween special christmas special um, this kind of sounds like a one-off to me, and I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of in on that. So, be interesting to see what they do with the future of it. Nice. Uh, I think. All right. Well, let's. I, oh, go ahead. I would say I. You know, I. I. It's funny with the the short time. This felt like the third act of a Marvel movie, um, where I mean, and and you had said you don't know who really who the main character is if it's Jack or Elsa. Like this, this just reminds me of a Marvel movie without all the fluff in the first. Yeah, hour and a half. Yeah, Jack where... and Ted traveling through the woods, exactly running into shenanigans. Like, now we're cutting to Elsa. What's her story? She's somewhere else. Right. It's like know, the hero backstory. He, you hero of Jack. You get to see like maybe like his struggles to get to where he's at, and then at the end of the movie, he's there, and yeah. then you get like the big kind of climax. Um, which I'm fine with them. Just they, there is no fluff in this. Every scene has a purpose, and I think that a lot of the movies that are over two two and a half hours they they do put a lot of stuff in there just to make it a long movie and because i feel like that's what they want people to want i mean i'll tell you when they released the show the the runtime for i think it was for multiverse of madness i think it was a brisk two hours and everyone was losing their mind and they're like oh my god they're like how are they gonna fit the whole multiverse in an hour and 50 or whatever minutes like all right well hey that movie wasn't great and (laughs) <laughs> that, that's that's the trouble that i think marvel gets itself into though is like they do this thing where it's like hey the multiverse of madness we're gonna have wanda we're gonna have doctor strange we're gonna have possible cameos from other universes and it's like yeah your movie's an hour 55 and it's like hold on right. wait what what are we doing here you know and so that's where i think they get themselves into trouble where it's like they kind of have such an expectation to hit that like stuff like this, I kind of enjoy because it's like, I don't really need to know, you know, too much. Yeah, like, going, going movies like 
in Infinity War, Endgame, like a Kang Dynasty, like all like and Secret Wars. I don't care if they're four hours long. They're building. Can't wait until Ant Man's a brisk hour forty five. Well, isn't like I think they they say Black Panther is the longest the longest yeah. movie or the second longest behind. Yeah. I think second longest. Yeah, it's well, it's it's over two and a half, and yeah. it just like I don't. I, I Harry, to your point, I love this. One reason for the, the I can sit down and and watch it and then continue to do other things after because it wasn't so late by the time it was over, and it was it was nice under an hour and it didn't it, just, it got yeah it just got to the point and that's and i think that's that's kind of if they're going to do these special presentations i think they're going to probably end up doing more in this world only because they're getting good reception out of it and a lot of people are giving it praise that i think it deserves and i think they're going to realize you know the, the the thing about disney and marvel is once people start talking about it they're gonna they're gonna give into fans and say like, all right, well, now we're gonna do it an Elsa solo project and a man thing solo project, and you know, let's tie it in with Morbius somehow. I think if uh, if Marvel can do anything right, it's not listen to the uh, loud, uh, annoying, frustratingly uh, socially present uh, fans online. Don't listen to anything they have to say. So. Oh, listen I agree. To your, listen to your Papa Spice hot takes, people. So yeah, we don't Amen we don't need that. another Snyderverse debacle. Although I will say, I, I I was thinking about Office Space when Hands referenced uh the um putting a uh, Giacchino in a uh, in as director for Blade. Um, and for people who might not get the reference, there's a jump to conclusions map uh, reference. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my favorite part of that whole movie. <laughs> you jump to different <laughs> conclusions, uh, and you skip everything, and um. You know, like I, I agree. I think I agree with Greg where it's like, let's like we don't need to we I don't need a hundred of these. I don't need Giacchino like directing like the next big Marvel project because there's a director who stepped away and it's like, oh, here's this cool thing he did. Like, listen, part of that, like what makes it safe for him to be able to do that is directorial debut is that he's in the Disney bag like he's done so many Disney movie scores and it, he's in the Marvel machine that's just like, hey, we'll handle all like, what's your idea? OK, like we'll put the cool titles in the beginning, black and white, like we'll do it, you know, or whatever it is. And maybe that was a decision not totally made by him. But I think it's I think that Marvel machine helps cure a lot of faults. Well, well you listen to me or else you're all going to be getting ready for Rob Zombie's blade. So. <laughs> God. Um, before we go to scores real quick, and I realize this might be a little bit of a deep cut. So if you, if you guys can't come up with any, don't worry about it, but are there any characters you think will get a, uh, feature presentation or a special feature, whatever this is called special presentation, some amalgam of those words. Um, I think and you can quote me here. You heard it here first, folks. And this is not from any scuttlebutt or rumors that I've heard. But I think uh, two characters that would be good fits for this type of material would be Squirrel Girl. <laughs> yes, Harry, that's a real character. And um, Machine Man. Uh, I think both of those characters. This type of format is... Is he a man who's perfect. a machine? Uh, yes, he is. He's, a, he's an android. I don't have any direct ones. A squirrel girl would be good because I know in the comics she's actually the one that kills Thanos. Correctly, correct? 
Uh, I don't know about kills, but yeah, I mean, she, she can she can go toe to toe with some of the, the whole big collection. Ones. Galactus, Doctor Doom, Shut she's up. taking them on. Um. All right. So I, I would go. I, I would do this with, and this is probably going to be a hot take because I would use one of these special presentations on a bigger name to introduce, like maybe a bigger character. I would do this similar with like an hour storyline of like Dr. Doom and mm. do like a little quick wow. origin origin and, and just kind of get, I don't want a fan, a fantastic, a fantastic four movie is going to come out and it's going to, it's going to just, it's going to be an origin movie. I know it. I don't want that. Like I, I, I want, I, I, I think if they flesh out with some of these, excuse me like bigger characters i think it'll or even like a silver surfer one like just like a bigger name and do like an hour special um now with that i, I don't think they will because they're not going to listen to me because giacchino is not going to apparently direct blade but um I, I just i think they would i would do that with like a bigger name like that like i mean they introduced the next big bad in a 45 minute episode of loki so maybe mm. do this with with doom um, I could I could vibe with that. I think you're onto something there. Yeah, I think if you give an hour to that and just kind of get rid of all that, like I said, that fluff, and make and you're gonna and people are gonna have to watch that. Like if you want more people to to kind and Disney Disney Plus isn't Disney struggling Plus for subscribers, viewers. baby. <laughs> like, yeah. but that that will if you say here here's if you want good content of what we're doing with these special presentations. And you want the next one of the next probably one of the best villains in Marvel history? Here, we're going to give you an hour and give him a quick origin. No, how? What about you? I know you're you're very comic savvy, so yeah, I, yeah. Well, I was actually thinking about it, and I think what would be pretty cool is uh, there's two schools of thought with this. I have, and I think it could relate to the X Men, where it's like you maybe have some mutants. Like maybe some low tier ones or maybe some middle tier ones kind of just have their own like leading up to the release of X-Men. Like maybe there's like two. The other one I was thinking is you start off as it's like a special presentation and it's like is in a school and you realize that they're in Charles Xavier's like it doesn't have to be like a, we're hiding this the whole time until the last reveal. But like, um, you know, maybe do something where it's like, hey, here's a like comedy you know, high school type thing. And it's like, oh, we're at, you know, Professor X's, you know, school for the gifted. And it's like, oh, okay. So like, just as like a nice introduction to like, you know, people who might not be familiar with the X-Men, but can grasp from that, like, hey, this is where, you know, these mutants are. So, um, and maybe use somebody um, that will be introduced as a mutant, you know, whatever. So that was my- I like, uh, I like both of those scenarios here. I guess the takeaway here is, we all just presented some good stuff. So there's plenty of opportunity to do something unique with these special uh, features. Yeah. I'm so I guess Foggy. that's that's a plus. Texting Foggy right now for all. Of yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think I think to Chris's point too, just to wrap up on that, it's like it's a great way maybe to do introductions as opposed to maybe making it like, you know, and I think the Marvel machine has gotten really good at being like, hey, here's the first 15. We're going to focus on like, what their the origin is and then we're moving um so it could be a good way to maybe introduce a character to um you know maybe to the highs of dr doom or maybe to just hey throwing a mutant or two that might show up in the x-men movie um in there for it so we're we're just we're giving the ideas marvel so yes 
All right. Well, let's wrap up our Marvel talk here. Uh, Werewolf by Night. I'm giving it three and a half stars out of five. Nice. Tara, how about you? I'm giving it three. Uh, I'm glad we're in line step with this, Greg. You know, within that uh, one star range. So happy to see that. Um, I I might have given it higher. Um, I just I don't know. I just I thought it was I thought it was solid. So um, probably probably I'm a little harsh with the three. I, I could definitely see three and a half for sure. I'd go four out of five. Um, as I treat it as a special presentation, it's different from Marvel. It's something that we have they haven't really done before. I, and I, I, you know, the reception I got from it was was very positive. Um, I hope they they kind you of stand up and applaud in your house. Is that what, is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, I stood up and I, I gave I gave like all those people giving Brendan Fraser like sixteen minutes standing ovations. I just stood up. I'm like, we're good. Like twenty minutes. That's it. Um, also, and I did think of another one, another one we could do. We could do, uh, if you ever seen the movie Kingpin, we could do like an origin for the movie for, uh, Woody House's character, Roy Munson. There you go. Nope. The Munson. There we go. That was, I, I love that. Silence. Sign it back. I love it. Yeah. I love that. Silence. <laughs> bring, bring the, uh, the Munsons or the Munsters, whoever they are. Yeah. <laughs> the Munson the Munsons. universe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, real quick, uh, fellas, I know this was kind of unplanned, but um, it what is spooky is season. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to rattle off a couple uh, decent horror flicks that I've watched recently uh, for the listeners. Uh, so if you guys have any you'd like to add, feel free. But uh, I'd say, you know, within the past month or so, I watched a couple really good ones that I would recommend. Um, the Descent from 2005. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, all of yeah. these titles are streaming, by the way. Um, we have The Fly from 1986. Jeff Goldblum, Gina Davis. Uh, another great. And uh, last night I watched uh, Robert Eggers' The Witch from 2015. It's it's actually pronounced The Witch. It's actually stylized as the witch, but it's pronounced the witch. So thank you. Um, yeah. So all of those really good. Uh, I also did check out the reboot of Hellraiser. Uh, I give it three out of five stars. I, I'd say it's probably somewhere in the middle of the franchise in terms of quality. If uh, so, if you're a Hellraiser fan, sure. Check it out. Uh, but if not, you're not missing anything. Uh, Hans, how about you? Any spooky season wrecks for uh, the listeners? So I don't really do like a horror movie in terms of like, I, I just like in terms like Hellraiser is not my scene. Like Chucky, like that mystical <laughs> stuff, like isn't, mm -hmm. isn't like now we're going hard. Like Saw, I, I'll watch Saw usually around this time of year. Um, not horror. I I guess some parts of it are kind of scary if you're a kid. Monster Squad. It's more of a comedy, um, but that's definitely a Halloween type movie. Um, I think it's excellent. And sure. I actually did watch the other um, last week, The Mist, two thousand seven, which uh, that movie. I'm I'm a big Stephen King guy. That movie scares the hell out of me, and it's as one of the most twisted endings that I've I think I've ever seen. One of them, at least top five. I just watched that for the first time uh, a couple years ago, and I I really enjoyed that. A lot did of you go uh, in with Walking Dead any, alum. Did, oh yeah, did you go in with any um, knowledge of the ending? Uh, I think I might have heard it somewhere at some point because when I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, but but I it was like just vague. But yeah, it is. Yeah, it's okay. a it's a very good ending. Yeah, 
Oh, and it follows. That's another one that I think I, that that's oh, probably one. that movie really does terrify me. I don't. Very I don't unique like people, too. Unique concept. I don't like people following me. So, <laughs> uh, Hair, how about you? Any spooky season, Rex? Yeah, I was gonna say, um, listen to our Fave Five uh, horror films um, if you're looking for our top five uh, in regards to that. Um, a movie that came out pretty recently uh, called Barbarian, uh, which is going to be streaming on HBO Max, I think, pretty soon towards the end of the month. Yeah, so I'm if looking, you're looking forward for to that, if you're looking for that weekend, you know, of Halloween, um, that's a pretty good one. Go in as cold as you can for that. Um, recently, there was a release uh, also uh, in theaters, which should be coming to streaming pretty soon because the other one did uh, called Pearl. Um, there was a, a movie called X that came out also this year by Ty West. Um, I know Greg wasn't a fan of X, but um, if you're looking for an interesting kind of uh, low budget um, X and Pearl um, or a nice tie in. And then last year uh, this was released. Um, I, I We didn't really talk about it on the pod, um, but I really dug it um, was uh, the Fear Street series uh, part one, two and three. Uh, they were released on Netflix. So it goes to show you just how quickly things disappear on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> Fear Street part one, 1994. Fear Street Part 2, 78, and then Fear Street Part 3, 1666. And I would watch them in that order um, as well. I wouldn't start with 1666 because it kind of, uh, you know, chronologically for the movie, uh, it's like The Godfather. You know, you, you don't watch, you know, the 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 combined versions. You watch them separate. So start with the 94 one. Uh, I think Part 2 is probably the best one, but uh, a nice little, if you're looking for a kind of a binge for the weekend, uh, that those three movies I think are pretty solid and, and do a pretty good job of tying everything up um, into a nice little little series there. Oh, why do you mention oh. it too? Oh, I'm sorry, Hans. Go, go no, go ahead. No, you you are. I, I was just gonna say, uh, talking about series, uh, Netflix's Dahmer, uh, very very good, mm. very disturbing. Uh, so if you have a weak stomach, uh, probably not for you. But uh, if you're into true crime uh definitely check that out and uh the performances particularly by evan peters and the lead role is jeff dahmer fantastic uh, i i agree um we spoke a little bit about that on the way down to the soccer game um so mm-hmm. you know we're we're probably four or five episodes in and it's it's real it's chilling to know that like he existed and like just evan peters is phenomenal um and i think I've, I've said that before on the show <laughs> He, he really is i i have a hard time believing he's some like he's done other stuff because he's just such a like a believable like makes his character i mean he was real but um it just yeah it makes you think like he he it, it he really was that of a that messed up of a person so yeah um, i mean I, we covered uh, some of evan peter's defining work as Ralph Boner back in uh, episode <laughs> episode whatever when we did WandaVision. <laughs> uh, I, I hope he comes back in the MCU. Um, also, I, and I know, Harry, you're not big on trailers. And Greg, I don't know if you saw it um, in terms of horror movies coming out. Knock at the Cabin, um, the next M. Night Shyamalan movie, looks – it's got Batista oh, in it. Yeah, it I, I haven't watched the trailer awesome. for that. Is uh, is it is it going to give away the plot if I watch it? It's it's Shyamalan. I think he does a pretty good job of disguising his trailers. In my yeah, opinion. no, it it kind of doesn't. It, it, it I only it, caught part of the trailer though. I didn't catch the whole thing. It it kind of it it looks like it just kind of gives you a scene of 
like maybe in the first 10 minutes of the movie. And I know he's done that with his other trailers before where it's just like, it's just, it doesn't really touch on the plot of the movie. It, it summarizes, I guess what you're like kind of going to expect, but it's just like a, a, an extended scene for the most part of whatever the main characters. I had but a, I had a chance to get cool. uh tickets actually to I'll go see that out. for, uh, is it for the film festival? No, it's actually not the film festival. It was like a uh, promotional like thing they were doing for it. I got some on uh, that from Facebook, and I didn't. I know if it was real mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, I think it was like through like Fandango or like uh, those event tickets uh, type of things, and uh, it was tonight. So uh, I decided that uh, I would not want to miss the pod. So yeah, uh, man, I, I want free movie tickets. Happen, All so. I get are Nigerian princes well, asking for I my think, social security. Yeah, I, I could, probably could have got two. I guess I could have let you and Hands go, and then you guys, I could have <laughs> did the pod solo. Well, now you can let's, now you can go see knock at the cabin with the nigerian princess uh, let's <laughs> yeah, talk about go. let's talk about a great 1940s film high sierra everyone sits <laughs> yeah. out. um but yeah greg it's got batista um ron weasley's in it um nice jonathan groff it looks it looks really good i don't know his i name. will rupert, definitely rupert check that out then there you go rupert grant <laughs> yeah so, ron always weasley. gonna be ron weasley to me all right, folks. Well, that is going to do it for us here at the Hot Takes HQ. Uh, you guys all have a wonderful uh, few weeks. We'll catch you back soon. Enjoy the weather. Hug your loved ones. Watch some spooky movies. And until next time, make sure you live spicy. Spicy. Spicy.